Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. And to come back now to Red Thompson Hall and, and maybe be that conductor that inspires a new generation, it's a great, uh, it's a great opportunity. That's conductor Lucas Walden. You'll hear more from him later in the show. But first, TSO Principal Percussion John Rudolph joined me and my co-host, TSO Principal Bass Jeff Beecher, to talk about life at the TSO. Uh, Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, you are going to be performing in Bolero this week the most important role, and that is the ubiquitous snare drum. Can you tell us a bit about performing that? Wow, yes. There are many, many levels to... To performing bolero, I would say as um, a young player, as a student, percussionists are most concerned with the opening, the control of playing the snare drum softly and clearly and evenly. I would say soft snare drum playing is one of the most difficult things for a percussionist. It's certainly one of the things we spend most of our time on. Orchestra audition committees focus on it, and it's really just matching the hands everything's even and clear and of course steady time once you get beyond the opening there's a new world as a professional and that is the repetition the stamina of maintaining the rhythm um, because it's the same two bar rhythm for how long 14 minutes 14 minutes that's a long time. time yeah it might sound silly or simple but the most concern is not turning the rhythm around. You don't want to play the B section when when it should be the A section. You know, the rhythm is passed around other instruments. And the comment I get, say, from horn players, flute players, are, uh, how do you keep it going for so long? The way I do it is I play along with recordings. Back in the day with records or CDs, now with YouTube, it's great. I can turn it on, and you can clearly see the conductor starting. My favorite is Gurgiev with the London Symphony. It's an awesome tempo. I really connect with the percussionist, with the snare drummer. The other aspect is, you know, just the mental. I'd I'd say it's more mental than physical, especially starting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, managing the dynamic is also a big challenge. Yeah, that's a huge thing. It's one long, slow crescendo. So uh, getting the right gradation, I guess, must be quite a subtle thing. Yes, it is. We percussionists think about playing softly until the uh, trombone solo, which is, gee, I think about six or seven minutes into the piece. So one of my great friends, your daughter, Teresa Rudolph, (laughs) is the assistant principal viola in the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. What's it like for you to play with your daughter at work? Uh, It's a thrill. I, I treasure not just every day, but every moment she's there. I love, I have a great angle a great vantage point to see the violas. And uh, just, just looking across and, and seeing her in the orchestra, it's just a thrill. I, I will say she's a tough critic. I like having her in the orchestra. It's somebody I can go to. Um, I would say you're one of those people as well. I can go to you. I know you'll give me a straight answer. Uh, if it's good, you'll tell me, and then I can... And it's that way with Teresa. Mm-hmm. Now, your position is going to change after this season at the TSO. Tell us about that. Well, uh, this is my 20th year as principal percussion in the orchestra, and uh, I approached Peter Unjin last year and asked if I could step down into the section. Uh, We have two openings in the percussion section, and so it's something I have thought about a long time. Uh, My goal when I entered the Toronto Symphony was to play for 20 years. And uh, there are a few things 
happy things in my life happening. Uh, one is uh, a granddaughter, Teresa's daughter, Clara, and I'm looking forward to spending more time with her, uh, spending more time with my students, and just maybe even some non-musical things. I feel like I wanted to be in control of when this happened, that I was able to go and say, I would like to do this rather than have someone come to me and say, you know, it's time uh, for you to step down. So um, it's definitely bittersweet. I feel like I could definitely still do the job. Grace under pressure in Bolero and certainly now here with, uh, with the Trauma Symphony Orchestra. John, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's my great pleasure. Thanks for having me. You just heard TSO Principal Percussion John Rudolph. He takes center stage when the TSO performs Ravel's Bolero on November 9th and 11th. You're listening to the TSO Podcast. Stay with us. The TSO performs the first concert in the Young People's Concert Series this Saturday. We're joined now by the conductor of these performances, Lucas Walden. Take a listen. So, Lucas, what would you tell parents about bringing their children to the symphony? Do you think that's something important? <laughs> I think it's a great experience for for parents and for families. Uh, I think it's an opportunity for especially kids to hear music that that they actually know they've heard all their lives. I mean, this is music they hear on, on TV and commercials and movies and, um, you know, it's classical music, it's popular music, uh, and I think it's a great way to, uh, to spend a, an hour with your family. And when you're programming a concert for children, what are the kinds of things you take into consideration? Well, certainly, uh, I think variety uh, and length. You know, the variety has to be uh, something that keeps their attention, uh, but I think the length is really important. Uh, classical music often has extended passages and extended pieces, but it's possible to find smaller excerpts. Um, people always say a lot, YouTube has ruined the concert experience. No one has any any patience anymore. But uh, I have to say, YouTube videos maybe are shorter, but you spend hours and hours on YouTube. So the concert can be the same. You have short and, and exciting um, excerpts uh, and a big variety of them. Lucas, do you ever remember your first experiences as a young child listening to classical music? I do, actually. And, and it was in Red Thompson Hall, actually. Um, I'm from Toronto and I grew up in the city and I actually went to one of these education and uh, family concerts, uh, and I remember very clearly. I don't know. I don't remember anything about the concert, but I remember very clearly they had someone played a passage in the orchestra, and the conductor asked anyone in the audience, "Do you know what? Do you know what instrument this this was playing?" And I and I yelled out, "The bassoon!" Oh wow! And it was the bassoon. I don't. I was like ten years old. <laughs> well done. Well, I guess that uh, encouraged your love of classical music. It so always feels good to be the right one. <laughs> And to come back now to Red Thompson Hall and, and maybe be that conductor that inspires a new generation, it's a great, uh, it's a great opportunity. Oh, it's a beautiful circle. That's fantastic. Now, you did a special arrangement of Ravel's Bolero for the school concerts this week. <laughs> what Now, what is different about your version? Well, my version is a kind of, I'm calling it a choose-your-own Bolero. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Um, I think the, the great thing about that piece, Bolero, is it's actually the same theme, or two themes, really, over and over and over. They alternate back and forth. And, and the incredible part about the piece is how Ravel, the composer, has uh, brought it to life with 
I guess, the paintbrushes of sound that he has at his disposal. So the combination of the instruments, the, the high ones with the low ones, the loud ones with the soft ones, and um, the, you know, the instruments of the same family with instruments of a different family. So in this version, I've given the audience members the opportunity to be the composer. So they're able to choose as if they're the Ravel and the composer, they're able to choose whatever instruments in the orchestra they want, whether it's the bassoon, if you're someone like me, <laughs> uh, and they can combine it with the tuba, they can combine it with the, the triangle or whatever, and they get to uh, they get a chance to really kind of make their own um, bolero. Wow, that sounds fun. A real interactive audience experience then, huh? Exactly. A bit of a nightmare for logistics, but because uh, <laughs> the orchestra has to play the whole time, right? They're playing that famous vamp over and over and then somehow I have to interview the audience at the same time and, and then get the orchestra to do it. So, um, but it's, it's really worth it. Lucas, is there anything else audiences can look forward to at the Symphony Spooktacular concert this Saturday? Well, we have uh, as well some dancers uh, that you may know about, the spot uh, Halloween dancers uh, that uh, are with us. They're a great local um, crew and uh, some really young and cute dancers who will Hopefully not be too spooky, but uh, add a little bit of uh, Halloween color to the concerts. Sounds great. Thank you so much for joining us today and telling us about this program. Well, thank you for your time. That was Lucas Walden. Catch him leading the TSO on October 22nd. You can bring your kids or grandkids to see him conduct Symphony Spooktacular. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget to let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast. Ardour, grandeur and hypnotic excitement, your Toronto Symphony has it all. I'm TSO Music Director Peter Ungen, inviting you on a trip back in time to the Roaring Twenties. Here, concertmaster Jonathan Crowe lend his impeccable technique to the lark ascending, magnificent principal violist Tung Lee in the stunning Walton Viola Concerto, followed by a glorious performance of Sibelius's magnificent Seventh Symphony. Embrace the best of the 20s, November 9th and 11th at Roy Thompson Hall. For tickets, visit tso.ca.